Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Naked Mindset. I am your host, Janae Ledger. If this is your first time listening, I really appreciate it. This podcast is all about just being your true authentic self and just really opening up your mind. And I love having all different sorts of people on this podcast and just having so many different ideas and perspectives. And that's why I actually called it My Naked Mindset because it's just my raw, true self. I really appreciate you being here today. And for all of the support that everyone has given me through this new journey of mine, I honestly can't believe that it's already the end of June. It's so crazy. Time is flying by. I'm just trying to enjoy every single moment that, you know, all of my new changes that I've been happening in my life with my move and just really enjoying summer. With that being said, This week is actually my birthday. My birthday is June 25th, so I'm really excited. I took the day off from work that day, and so did my boyfriend, Tyler. And we're going to go to the beach and just have ourselves a nice day and have a nice dinner, and I'm really excited about that. I'm going to be turning 29. Like, I don't even understand how that happened. So crazy. And then I'm going to hang out with some friends and family this weekend to celebrate. And I'm really excited about that. I hope that everyone had a wonderful Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there or stepdads or fur dads. You know, you guys are included in this too. Um, So this week... I interviewed with a fellow podcaster and we talked about so many different things. I really hope that you enjoy this interview. All right, let's do this. I have a very special guest today. He is a fellow podcaster. His podcast is called Born with a Flow. He is a newer resident of California, born in Massachusetts. Everyone, please welcome Maddie Manbrino. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking the time and and getting me on the show. Yeah, of course. We're so happy to have you here. It's been forever. I feel like we, I think from my memory, and maybe you can fill fill me in, from my memory, I feel like we met in middle school at some point, if I'm not mistaken. We went to the same middle school and maybe even elementary school. So we go way back. Yeah. I don't remember where we met, but I know we grew up in the same small town. Middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, like one, like what was it? One restaurant, one gas station, like zero traffic lights yes I always yeah I always tell people that they're like how did you not have a stop sign and a a set of lights and I'm like well it was honestly a little town covered with like small like lakes and that was pretty much the town we lived in that was like it you know yeah I, I agree with that it's that's the biggest thing I tell people it's like you won't believe this but there was only physically one light and it was just like a flashing yellow light and they're like no way that's not true like i'll i'll bring you there if you want to see it because right it's it's, it it's crazy to think about and then like i don't know i i moved out of there god probably 11 years ago 10 years ago at this point and i mean it'll always there'll always be a special place in my heart for that town but i could never picture myself living there now there's just no way girl? So I've been, I've, you know, I lived near Boston for a while, but I kind of got sick of the city life. And so I've been like, I don't know, I tried out a few different areas. Like I used to live in North Shore, Massachusetts, which I loved, like, you know, super close to the water, a little beach town. Um, And then I obviously, I went to college in Idaho, which we'll definitely get into that and just like moving around. And I know you've lived lived in a few different places. So I definitely want to talk a lot about your experiences and all that fun stuff. Um, But before we get into that, tell us about your podcast, what, you know, what you talk about and, you know, why you started it. So I started it because I'm just like someone who always wants to create something and sort of share my thoughts, see something grow. And because I like to see something grow, I also like to see myself grow. And I found out that this podcast sort of started off as like a personal project to see how I grow and change over time. And I record my podcasts every week, um, usually the day before I release them, only because I like to talk about my thoughts and feelings on current events, what I see in the news, what I see going on in society. Uh, And I just challenge people to 
you know, plug into what's around them and truly see what's going on. And people can take that for what they want, but like, there's definitely more going on than what you see just on the surface level. So if you actually dig a little bit deeper, uh, I think that's important. So that's what I share with my listeners every week. That's awesome. So now do you do research constantly and like write notes or like, how do you prep for your podcast every week? Uh, if, if I see something uh, just, you know, day to day living, going from place to place, I'll put notes down in my phone mm-hmm. and then I'll look at my phone and, and riff off those notes when I do my podcast. But I don't do that much research. I don't dig too deep into topics unless it's something that like really excites me. Mm-hmm. But it's really a platform for people to, if, if they're interested in what I'm talking about, they can dig more into it and they can see you know, what else is actually out there besides, I call them headline hounds where the headlines are like, oh my God, this is what's happening. And I I sort of try to tease that and like, yeah, this is what's happening. Like maybe you should research a little bit more into it and and decide yourself how you want to feel about something. That's awesome. I love that. And, and I've listened to a lot of your podcasts and they're super interesting. And I'm always like super intrigued by what you're talking about. And I think your topics are super interesting because it's like kind of diverse. Like you'll do a, like, I, I was so, and I told so many people about the bird, um, the cameras. I was, I was so intrigued by that episode. I was like, and I keep telling people like, hey, birds supposedly are, you know, cameras watching us. And I think that's so interesting because all the time, you know, when you go to the beach, there's always seagulls. You know, when when something is dead on the side of the road, there's always like a hawk or, you know, whatever kind of bird. And I was like, that is so interesting. So I've told so many people about your episode because I was just like, this is something that I feel like people don't know about, but they probably are curious and like, you know, want to learn more info. So I think it's super cool, like your topics and um, you've been doing it for quite a while now, right? Yeah. I've been doing it for two and a half, almost three years now. So it's, it's a cool little project is seeing how things evolve and my story, how my storyline evolves, how like my delivery evolves. Yeah. My audio evolves. As I told you, I started off with like a, an entry level microphone and I've upgraded since. So I think it's important to have good crisp audio quality to keep people engaged because Mm -hmm. I listened to some podcasts and when the pandemic started and people started working from home, one of the, one of the podcasts I listened to called business casual, Mm -hmm. um, their host must've started recording in like her studio apartment in New York because sound quality was terrible and Uh, right when that happened like i i listened to 30 seconds of it and i just said nope not anymore see that's the worst and and it's hard because it's like do they know or are they gonna like learn like hey the quality is not as good um i totally agree like the quality has to be good the content obviously has to be interesting or else i'll listen to a podcast i'm like oh this is boring um so what are some of your like favorite podcasts would you say pull up my phone and and let you know what's on my list yeah i like when people ask me that question yeah i always like to see like what other people listen to so i'm currently listening to keys to the shop which is a podcast about owning a a coffee shop and all the ins and outs about it cool if you're interested in starting a coffee shop or interested in coffee at all it's a good little podcast to learn about uh founder's journal which is a weekly podcast i think from the founder of business uh, morning brew which was part of the business casual podcast and he just talks about his like day-to-day life being an entrepreneur uh different things that he's dealt with and overcome to be as successful as he is i listened to congratulations with chris delia and just so i can have a little bit of a comedy uh, Mm -hmm. mixed into everything you can't be too serious all the time i agree you have to like just have some fun every once in a while definitely that's awesome and the psychology podcast because i'm interested in psychology and i just like to see how the brain works and how like i can connect with my listeners and you know really understand them on a deeper level that's awesome i'll have to listen to some of those because i've actually i haven't listened to any of the ones you listed so i'll definitely have to listen to those I like to hear new things and I definitely am interested in like the entrepreneur side of things and I know you mentioned the coffee shop thing so I know you have a coffee 
business, I guess you would call it, called Space Blaster. So let's let's talk about that. I'm very interested. So Space Blasters, I have a bag right here. I've just always, um, I've always drank coffee and it was really like a, a way to connect with my dad. We'd go out for coffees on his lunch break. We'd talk about life. Um, sort of like the basis of my podcast is like, we, we challenge what's perceived as normal. Uh, we challenge what society tells us is right <clears throat> and sort of talk about ideas and how we can grow as people and grow as a culture and society. And when I moved out to California, um, my girlfriend's classmate roasted his own coffee on a, a very small scale, like a countertop coffee roaster that sort of looks, I don't know, no bigger than like a microwave. Uh, and he sort of just got me into it. And um, it, it's night and day difference. If you drink coffee, having fresh roasted beans is like a huge difference. And for myself, just making myself some coffee that I really enjoyed, that was better than any Starbucks or Phil's or Pete's coffee or whatever else is out here. It was just a way for me to enjoy coffee and, and sort of still connect with my dad, even though he passed away last June. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. And then people started trying my coffee and they started telling me how good it was and how I should, you know, sell it to people. So I decided to, you know, make a brand around it and sell it to my girlfriend's classmates mostly. And then some people back in Massachusetts and throughout New England have ordered it as well, which is nice. But like the awesome. whole idea is, again, like escaping reality. And Space Blasters is, is meant for people to, you know, sort of consent and get abducted by aliens and just like know that there's more than than what again what we what we see and what meets the eye if you just like let yourself go and dig deeper into what's around you yourself you'll you'll find more out there i love that so you like hot coffee yes this is tough Mm, okay so before how do i say this i would much prefer if i was given the ultimatum where I had to choose either iced coffee slash cold brew or hot coffee to drink every single day out of the year, um, anywhere in the country slash world, I would probably honestly have to go with iced coffee or cold brew because I hate being warm. Yes. So I would much rather drink you know, the New England kid in me would much rather drink a Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. And I know we're talking about my coffee, but Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee when it's like blizzarding and negative 15 degrees out than drinking a cup of hot coffee in Vegas yesterday when I was there. Like I told you, I, I had to, we had to reschedule this because my flight got changed to the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went there Wednesday night for the hockey game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, nice. my girlfriend's a Montreal fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we went there for the game. And when we left the game at 9 p.m., it was still 106 out. Oh, my God. That's too hot. Yeah. So in, in that scenario, uh, I would not drink a hot coffee, but I would still drink a iced coffee if it was blizzarding out. So I had oh. to choose iced coffee over hot coffee. But when it comes to craft coffee... Luckily, I live in like a great climate in the Bay Area. It's between 50 degrees and 80 degrees all year round. So it's never too hot or too cold. So since I've been out here, you know, drinking craft coffee, it's mostly hot. Nice. I prefer iced, but I do like a hot coffee every once in a while. And even in winter, I still like my iced coffee. Yeah, I agree with that. And when you do... So do you do iced coffee in the morning? Because usually, yeah. Yeah. I'm usually, if it's not too hot in the morning, I'm usually a hot coffee in the morning. And then like second coffee through, I don't know, fourth coffee of the day in the afternoon (laughs) is iced. But again, being out here, it, it, it's barely warmer than 80 ever. So I can deal with a hot coffee any time of the day. That's like perfect weather. So I definitely want to get into like your your move to California and you know all that went into it. So tell everyone when you moved, why you moved, all the details. I moved out here last August, so August of 2020. My girlfriend 
is getting her MBA at Berkeley. Cool. And it was sort of like, neither of us wanted to do long distance. I've always wanted to move to California. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I decided to quit my job and move across the country during a pandemic. I love it. (laughs) That's awesome. Because it doesn't matter what society tells you is right. If you just dig deeper, you can find something and find a way for yourself. Yeah. And fortunately for me, I, I have a background in design. So there's a lot of design opportunity out in this part of the country and I was able to find myself a job within the first couple months of moving out here. So That's awesome. It was it was a it was a good move, and I was on to be out here. So I just had to go for it, and I'm so happy that I did it. That's awesome. Now, did she live out there previous to you moving out there? Or did she? You guys move at the same time? No, we moved at the same time. We were both in an even potentially even smaller town than Ashburnham in Massachusetts. Really before we moved out here. You were in um, New Hampshire? Were you in New Hampshire? Yeah, so I was in Keene for a, a couple of years, maybe th- right. three or four years. And then I moved to a small town called Williamstown, Massachusetts. It's the northwesternmost corner of the state, a stone's throw from Vermont and New York. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. The Berkshires is like an amazing place. I mean... Yeah the scenery there. If you like nature, it's probably the best spot in Massachusetts, in my opinion. But yeah, we, we did a road trip out here. The last- Oh, so you did drive. That's what my next question was going to be. Yeah. The last week. Yeah. The last week of July, we did a road trip out here and started our lease August 1st. Wow. So it's almost been a year. Wow. Pretty close. So did you guys like make stops on the way there or like walk us through your trip across the country? We just drove straight. Our eyes started bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) Now, we we had a time constraint, which was sort of Mm -hmm. annoying because we wanted to enjoy the drive across the country. So we did it in eight, seven or eight days, I think eight days. And our path was Massachusetts to Virginia, Virginia to Tennessee, Tennessee to Texas, Texas to New Mexico, New Mexico to Utah. Utah to Southern California, and then Southern California up to San Francisco. Wow. That must have been a journey and a half. Yeah. It, I mean, it was mostly driving, sleeping, waking yeah. up, driving, sleeping. But I have a friend in Texas, so we stayed with him for, I think, two nights just to like, well, maybe it was just one. No, it must have been two nights just to get a little bit of a break, um, get to see a familiar face and like just enjoy you know, the trip a little bit more than we were doing previously. And then we rented a tiny house in the middle of the desert in Utah. We stayed there for two nights, which was like, that's cool. Epic. That's like, awesome. <clears throat> we were driving down the middle of nowhere, Utah, a main road through the middle of nowhere, Utah. And then there was this small sign, like, I don't know, maybe smaller than a sheet of uh, computer paper that said like tiny homes this way. So we took a left down like an unmarked road through canyons of Utah and like going through these red rock, like scorpions running across the car kind of deal. And we just turned the corner and popped out into this like wide open space with these beautiful cliffs in the background and just nine tiny homes sitting there. And it was like a little commune of tiny homes where people could rent out. That is so cool. Yeah. I love that show actually tiny homes I literally think it's it's such a cool like idea and like when people just like downsize into living in these tiny homes I think it's I'm very fascinated by it so that's really cool that you guys got to stay in one I wouldn't recommend downsizing and living in one (laughs) (laughs) I know I don't think I could do it I have too many clothes and stuff but I would I think I could do it for like a week and see how it is and that's it yeah I mean at that point it's like it's like glamping that's sort of why we did it that's true. That's awesome. In, in Virginia, we stayed in a campground and it was terrible. It was yeah. super hot and humid and like super Not loud. Bad. And like, I don't, like I told you, I don't like being hot. So I was trying to sleep and it was like 90 degrees and like no. 90% humidity. That's you know. never a fun time. So getting that, you know, in the middle of the desert, Utah, it's, it's not humid, but it's still 115 degrees. So having a, a tiny home with a little bit of AC was nice. Yeah, I bet. That's wild. 
well that's cool that you guys got to like explore you know going across the the freaking country like that must have been an experience it was absolutely I, I I always think that I could do it, but I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. Did you run into like tr- a lot of traffic or did you guys go on like weird times? No, we didn't go on weird times, but um, probably just because of the pandemic, like true, that's true. Are inside at their homes maybe. Cause yeah, I don't remember being stuck in traffic that I was annoyed wow. about. Well, that's awesome. Cause that would be my thing. It's like, if you're in traffic the whole time, it would just be like, very excruciating <laughs> you know i will i will always drive more miles to avoid traffic so if i'm on the highway mm-hmm. and it's like you're from massachusetts so we'll say like if from like the westminster one of the westminster exits to like fitchburg is a traffic jam for some reason yep i'll hop off and drive extra miles i'll even i don't care if it takes me extra time to get there like, yeah. I just don't want to be stuck in traffic. It's the worst. So I'll, my I'll... GPS tells me like, even with traffic, you'll be there in 15 minutes. And I'm like, this other way is going to take me 25, but I'm going to be driving the whole time. I'm taking it 10 times I out agree. of 10. Yeah. So, so you live in the Bay Area, so near San Fran, right? Yes. We, we live in Berkeley, which is just okay. across the Bay, east of San Francisco. That's near Oakland? Just north of Oakland. Yeah. Okay. So I've been to that area before. I went to San Fran. I went to, I don't know, I've been to a bunch of places, Napa. Um, So tell us like, what is your biggest chat? What was your biggest challenge moving from Massachusetts to California? (laughs) I mean, probably finances to be honest with you. Yeah. Like things are so much more expensive out here. Mm -hmm. Not having a job for two months, like pretty much drained my savings from just like moving out here, putting a deposit down on our apartment, paying yeah. for two months rent, you know, and paying for living expenses for two months all without working. It was just like, oof. That's a lot. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I've enjoyed it. I've met some awesome people. I've networked with people, you know, being around business school students, especially like building a brand in a business is super helpful. Um, we can bounce ideas off each other. And again, the climate out here is just perfect for me. So I really yeah. can't complain. That it must be luxurious it to is. not ever have to deal with like 30 degree weather. <laughs> if there was any, if there was a time somehow where it snowed out here, the neighborhood that I live in is like dispersed throughout the hills and some of the roads are super steep. Uh-huh everyone would die. There's not like, I don't care what kind of car you have. There's no way you're getting up or down these hills if snow or ice occurred. Like there's no Subarus there. (laughs) I have a Subaru, but it's not going to, it won't matter. (laughs) So do I, but I just always think that it's such a New England car. I'm like, even when you travel to different states, it's like you really realize like what cars are more there than here. And it's like super interesting. But yeah, that, I mean, San Fran is the most craziest hills i've ever seen in my life yes and yeah, Fitchburg is number two yeah i was gonna say i think i think san francisco is the number one hilliest city like per capita and then Fitchburg's number two number yeah. two which is wild to think about but that's so cool i mean i i love the west coast obviously i'll always be like an east coast person at heart but i have like a a huge love for the west coast i feel like it's such a it's such a different vibe. And I also feel like the people are definitely different. I feel like they're more chill. I mean, I guess, depending on where you live, but what would you say is like the biggest difference from East coast to West coast that you've noticed? It is the people are more chill out here and they're willing to try something new They're I'm not talking about this in a political sense, but they're, they're definitely more liberal Mm -hmm. in, in the way that they view like work and like, work and ideas whereas if you're working in new york or boston or some big city on the east coast or the northeast it's like we've done it this way for so long and our business has been successful so why do we do anything different and i just hate being a cog in a machine like i don't want to work for a corporate company i don't want to be someone who just does one specific task over and over again and you know the company makes billions while i make i don't know you know six figures or whatever it's like, I want to be in a place where I can think outside the box, give my ideas, they'll be accepted and, and actually listened to 
and maybe something good comes out of it. Like I love that. some people don't like Tesla and hate Elon Musk and whatever, but mm-hmm. you know, that company was built out here. So like that kind of thinking is what occurs out on the West coast where they're like, well, yeah, vehicles have been around forever and yeah, we've used gas forever and yeah, the cars still work, but we can do something different. Whereas right. if you were in Boston or New York, they'd be like, I love gas cars. It gets me from point A to point B. That's all I care about. And you're like, bro, you can get from point A to point B. Like it can be cheaper. At some point it can be better for the environment. Like right. the cars look futuristic. And if you like that kind of feel, then it's the cars look cooler to you. Like right. there's a lot That's of benefit true. to this. Yep. That's so, so it's definitely the sense that they're, they're more chill and more willing to try something different. I like that. And I feel like the bouncing ideas off each other, like people are probably more open to that, which I also enjoy because it's like, you know what, if I have a great idea, like let's talk about it, let's see what we can do. And, and I honestly love podcasting for that reason, because I feel like, like I talked about this for, I would say six months before I actually created, I know I even talked to you about it. Cause I was like, you're one of the only people I know personally that, you know, made of podcast and is actually doing it every week. And um, so you were definitely someone that I like looked up to and like, just want to get your ideas and stuff like that. So um, I just love that. It's like, it's so open for us. And, you know, you can talk about whatever you want and like get people's input. And I know you definitely have feedback from your listeners and like, I definitely have some from mine and just like bouncing topics off my friends. It's just like such a fun environment. And I love, it's just so fun to do every week. And I'm trying to like build up my um, platform and, and just like get more episodes like in one week. So I don't have to record every week and I'm just like testing out new things. And it's, it's really quite a fun thing that I'm really enjoying and I think it's so cool that like you've been doing it for a couple years now and like your topics are so interesting and I don't know I just love the whole podcast environment I think it's super cool it is it is so cool it's so much fun like you said you maybe at some point will be paid to do this but as of now I'm not I don't know if you are um but like you can talk about whatever you want and not worry about someone being like you have to talk about this you can't talk about that or else you're like we're pulling our sponsorship or our payment or something it's like no fuck you guys right right 100% I totally agree and it's it's just so fun yeah I love it fun so I don't know if you knew I actually went to college in Idaho so I lived there for about two years and I I love, I, like I said, I love the West coast and I feel like it was so cool to like learn a new area. You don't know anyone and just like being surrounded by nature. And I know like you are super into nature and like going on bikes and hikes and all this fun stuff. And I just feel like it's so cool to like learn new hobby. Like when I lived there, I like, feel like I learned a lot of new hobbies and I did new things like frisbee golf I went like downhill mountain biking there like it was just such a fun place to live um so what are some like new hobbies besides like podcasting that you've done in California the coffee is the biggest thing like I said I've always enjoyed coffee and like the experience behind it the story behind it connecting with people but actually like understanding coffee where it's from how it's processed uh, doing the whole roasting thing, different brewing methods to give you a different sort of taste or flavor or, or that's called body of a cup. Um, you know, it's sort of like wine where some people, they yeah. like wines because X red wine tastes different than X other red wine. And some taste like more silky in your mouth. Some are like more watery, some sort of feel gritty the same thing with coffee, like the flavor notes, the, the feel is all different. So just learning that whole process and everything has been pretty exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I went to Hawaii and I learned to surf, which was awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I figured I'm the closest to Hawaii I'll ever be. So I need to do it while I'm here. Uh, don't yeah. know how long I'll be here. So do yeah. it when I have the chance. Now, when did you go there recently? in mid-March I think nice two months ago yeah isn't it magical I went a couple years ago I'm actually going in September again and I 
I'm so excited. It's like such a magical different place that I've ever been in my life. What island are you going to? Maui. Okay. So we went to Kauai and that is like the the garden aisle. So talking about nature and like, I'm not a huge beach guy. So Uh being able to go on hikes while there and like seeing like the forest and like sort of remind, I've never been to like a true rainforest, but it sort of felt like it was a rainforest and yeah like the vegetation and all the different animals. And then of course the beaches and the ocean and seeing these like super sick surfers riding waves right in front of my face was, it was a crazy experience. That's awesome. Now, did you get up on the surfboard? I bet you were able to. I was able to. Um, you used to snowboard, right? Or ski. Yeah, I, used to, I used to snowboard. Yeah. So I got up a few times and then of course me being me, I was like, I'm going to buy a surfboard. So I got back to California and I bought one uh, nice. and, and I haven't used it. So <laughs> I'm sure you will though. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things where you're just going to commit time and just go for it. That's it. Like committing time is the biggest thing and to yeah. get to where there are waves around here. True. It's, like, it's at least like an hour drive, which isn't bad. But mm-hmm. if I go like if I go for a 20 minute drive, I can go ride my bike at a place that I really enjoy. So yeah, it's tough to weigh those two. That's fair though. I mean, I'm sure you'll, you'll figure it out and set some time because that is a fun hobby. I actually, what was it? Two summers ago at this point, I did a yoga dance surf uh, retreat and it was super fun. And I learned actually in Northampton, I learned how to surf and it was so much fun I never thought like I was like at first I was a little nervous because I was like this is scary like I'm literally going into like the water and just just going for it so I was a little nervous but I ended up absolutely like loving it It was so much fun and I actually got up like a few times like I was with like 12 other women and I was like one of the only people that actually got up on the surfboard and I was so proud of myself it was challenging but after you kind of get the hang of it, it's like, okay, I got this. Yeah, that's totally true. It's it's definitely tough at first, but then once you once you like realize the correct technique to get up, yeah. you can do it again and again, which is exactly. Which is now is it similar? But it's tiring. To, it is. It is I was exhausted. <laughs> and so I had, tiring. I had the wetsuit on too, which I don't know if you would ha- need that out there, would you, or is the water warm enough? So in Hawaii, I didn't, I had to get a wetsuit for California, which is part of the reason why I haven't gone yet. I'm like, I don't really want to like put on a wetsuit. It seems like it's a hassle. Like I tried it on in my apartment and it was the hardest thing to like get on and off. And I'm like, I have to do this every time I go. Yeah, no joke. It was one of the weirdest things I have ever put on my body. I was like, this is so, I felt like it was like another layer of skin, but it was like so hard to like pull up your legs and then like... Exactly. It was so weird. But once you like are in it, then it's fine. But then even taking it off is like an experience. I was like, I feel like I'm going to rip off like my bathing suit or like my actual skin. It was so funny. But yeah, that is, I want to surf again now. I'm going to, I'm going to have to go again. Cause it was just so cool. It was such a cool experience. And I like being in the water, but obviously it's freezing here. So it's like very different. So do you have any like friends out there that surf? Yeah. So one of the people we went to Hawaii with, he is from South Africa and he's like a huge surfer. Oh, that's so, so cool. He gave us like the Airbnb we rented had two long foam surfboards. So we just used those for the day and he just like gave us some tips. That's awesome. So it was like a, a free true surf lesson, which was great, yeah. which is I think why we were able to actually do it because we had someone who's been surfing for like 14, 15 years, teaching us how to do stuff. Um, That's so cool. But yeah, there's a group of people, him included, that go to places around here and sort of do the whole surf culture thing. That's so cool. So I know when I moved to Idaho, I only knew like my ex-boyfriend, a couple of his friends, and just like being in a new environment in a new state and like you're so close or you're so far away from, you know, where you grew up. So how have you been like meeting new friends? I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. I know you said you network and stuff like that, but um, did your girlfriend have some people out there that she knew from college or like, how, how have you been meeting new people? 
yeah, we both came out here knowing nobody. It's mostly, <clears throat> I'm part of the, the partners club at, mm -hmm. Ber at Berkeley where she goes to school, but I'm really just like, everyone knows each other, all the students and some of the partners hang out with each other. And um, we don't necessarily always talk about like projects and ideas and in school work, but you know, sometimes we talk about that. Other times we're just like learning about each other. And so I think just going to these, like, I don't know, not networking events, but like a sort of networking events and just meeting people yeah. is really the way that I've met people out here. That's awesome. Uh, I work for a graphic I, I work as a graphic designer right now and I'm usually working remotely, but when I go into the office, yeah, no other designers there. It's just a bunch of other people. So I haven't really met people through work. Gotcha. So it's just, just through the school. That's awesome though. And now are you working yeah. um, from home or do you go into the office? I work from home probably 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, sometimes I have to go into to print physical things to provide like binders and other sort of marketing collateral to clients. But for the most part, it's all digital. So I can just work from anywhere. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I've been working from home too. And it does have its perks. It, it is nice in some senses. It's hard in another, in some other senses, just because I'm so social. So I'm like, I'm just like in my apartment, you know, just like sitting here at my computer in Excel, just like, you know, banging it out. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like used to it now, but at first it was like a very culture shock for me just because I was like, how am I going to sit in my apartment? Cause I used to live alone. I actually just moved to New Hampshire like three weeks ago um, with my okay. boyfriend. And so I, you know, when you're living alone, working alone, it was just like, I was alone all the time. So yeah. it was like a really big change from like being in the office every day, seeing my coworkers to just like, you know, living alone, working alone, not seeing anyone. Like if I didn't go out to like the store, I could literally be home alone for like three days and not even leave my house, you know? So it definitely, tough. it is. How has your experience been with it? Um, Fortunately, we have a lot of light in our apartment, a lot of windows. That's we nice. have a nice little patio out back. So yeah, when I feel cooped up, I can either go like sit by a window or go out on the patio and do stuff. Uh, I tell people I'm sort of like a plant. I need sunlight and water mm -hmm. to thrive. So if I was in an apartment where I didn't have much light, I think it would be a different story. But right. we sort of prioritized that when we moved out here because we knew at least her school was going to be all online. So we okay. wanted to have an apartment that was a little bit further away from everyone else, a little bit further away from campus, but that doesn't matter because she didn't go to campus. Right. Uh, we wanted the, the outdoor space. We wanted some nature. Uh, we wanted a lot of lighting. So we were fortunate that we found what we were looking for and both of us were able to like successfully get through this phase of it, which was good. That's awesome. Now, do you, are you able to walk places around where you live or do you have to drive most places? Like what is the environment like there? Yeah, we're, we're super tucked away in a residential area. So we have to oh. drive to go, even to go to a coffee shop or the grocery mm -hmm. store, you have to, it's at least, I mean, you could walk, but it's our grocery store is probably like three miles away down a hill mm -hmm. and then back up a hill. So it's like, no. <laughs> so now have you done a lot of exploring and like I don't know San Fran or like tell me about your adventures or what you've been up to there we're going to San Francisco tonight with a group nice. of people nice now that California decided that COVID doesn't exist they're opening yep. things up again <laughs> <laughs> um, but prior to that I've only been to San Francisco maybe three or four times and two of okay. those times were my mom came to visit, so I showed her around and my friend Brian came to visit, so I showed him around. Nice. But like just the touristy stuff, like I showed them the yeah. Golden Gate Bridge, the Painted Ladies, um, the San Francisco Giants baseball stadium. But nice. I don't really know much about San Francisco because at first things weren't open and then afterwards, right? it's just like, do I, do I want to go out? Because I personally don't like wearing a mask, so like Yep. If I can stay in my house or like, again, on my patio or in someone's backyard, I don't have to wear one. So yeah, no, well, I, totally I don't, don't want to go out to the San Francisco and have to put one on kind of deal. 
Um, other than that, we've gone south a little bit and explored Santa Cruz and the Monterey area, uh, Carmel Ooh. by the sea, beautiful places. That's awesome. Um, we've been out to Yosemite. We've been to um, Lake Tahoe. Didn't go snowboarding, but we went snowshoeing and the hike was beautiful. We got to the, the peak and it just overlooked the whole lake. Oh, that's it was awesome. like the most beautiful sight that you can see. Um, my girlfriend's been to Napa. I don't drink, so I haven't been there yet, but I'm, I'm sure it's also beautiful up there. Actually, yeah. I, I went up there and rode my bike one time and it is beautiful up there, but I haven't been to a winery or anything yet. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually um, one that I went in Napa and it was, it was like an art museum connected to a winery. So it was like a super cool art, like just the wildest things I've ever seen. There was like this typewriter. I will never forget. It was this typewriter. And then behind it was like legit flames, like real fire, just like sitting there. And I was like, this is like the coolest (laughs) stuff I've ever seen. So that one was really cool. I would highly recommend it. I, I would have to I'll give you the name of it because it was just really neat. Um, And then the caves are just so cool. Like the, the, where they put the wine barrels and stuff. Those are really cool. So I would highly recommend those as well. If you ever have the chance. I will check those out. I heard a fun fact last week, actually. I never knew about these caves, but I was hanging out with someone and I forget what the, he told me two things. He's like, yeah, you know, if you own these two things in California, you don't need to pay tax. And one of them was a cave. No way. Because it's considered like agriculture or something. Uh-huh. So wow. If you want to store your wine there, you don't have to pay tax on it because it's not considered property. It's considered agriculture or something like that. That's actually super interesting. Yeah. Wow. I was like, all right, I guess I'll go buy myself a cave to live in. <laughs> And it was like the, it was like really hot when I went to Napa. And when you went in the cave, it was the, the temperature was the temperature just difference was unbelievable. And this particular cave, they had one of like the, um, one of the Gordon Ramsay shows, like his cooking shows in this massive dining room inside the cave was where they like filmed. And they said that their chandeliers in this cave was like 10, no, a hundred thousand dollars each these chandeliers it was insane it was super cool so yeah i would highly recommend yeah some of those places must be worth like millions tens of millions of dollars i would assume literally yeah it it was super cool so i'd highly recommend that um all right so let's play a game matt are you ready All (laughs) all right i'm ready all right so it's called this or that so you just choose one or the other yes all right so the first one is pizza or pasta pizza pizza man after my own heart um (laughs) ice cream or sorbet Mm, ice cream (laughs) um veggies or fruit Ooh, that's tough uh i'll go fruit fruit okay um would you rather eat a whole lime or a whole raw potato a potato okay this one might be difficult i tried to like cater them to you would you rather go on a hike or a bike ride a bike ride it's just it's equivalent to a hike and then you get to have a fun downhill after oh that's true i like that um would you rather go without coffee for the rest of your life or go without internet for the rest of your life (laughs) (laughs) do i am i financially stable where i can just leave the grid or no yes uh then go without internet okay i like it Committed to the coffee life, you know? You need it. <laughs> right? I don't, I don't need internet if I'm, you know, if I don't have to work, I don't have to like yeah. worry about paying bills. That's true. You That's didn't say call. no cell reception so I can still like call people. Yes. Like, hey, yep. I'm at this private island with a bunch of coffee. Where <laughs> 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 you can go mountain biking and hiking. Right? I love that. Um, would you rather live in an amusement park or would you rather live in a zoo? A zoo. I hate amusement parks. Really? (laughs) I I hate little kids running around. Yeah, that's true. I only like the roller coasters. Everyone else can just go fuck off. I'm just like, give me the roller coasters. That's all I want. Um, Next one is, would you rather have three legs or three arms? A (laughs) three-legged race is tough. And with three (laughs) arms, I feel like I could get more stuff done. So probably three arms. (laughs) Where's Where's the third arm? Does it come off of one of the other two? Or is it like... 
you know, chest, I, I haven't, I haven't thought that far, but I would assume it'd be on your chest. I would I take three arms off my, if it was off my back. Okay. Oh, cause you could do things. <laughs> that would be kind of interesting. I never thought about that. Like scratch but my see, head if I needed to. Right. See, this is why I like asking people these things. Cause I, everyone has a different perspective and I love it. That's what, it, that's what this is all about. It is. I agree. All right. So next one is, would you rather have a personal chef or personal housekeeper? I like cooking. So a housekeeper. Okay. Love it. I, I, I know that a chef would be able to cook better food than me, but if I never had to like vacuum or like make my bed or dust, I mean, you <gasps> yep. know, cleaning, cleaning your bathroom is like the worst thing to do. It because is. If you leave it long enough, you're like, how did all this just like dust get here? And like, I don't know how you don't dust... see unless you like look closely, but when you look yep. closely, you're like, I have to clean this now. Yeah. yeah. The, the dust kills me. Cause it just like randomly appears. I'm like, how is it there already? I did it like a couple days ago. Right. I agree with that. All right. Next one is, would you rather live in space or live in the sea? This is a good question. Yeah. I talked about this on my podcast a while back. Oh. And it wasn't living. It was, it was exploring. If you could explore deep space or explore the ocean floor, what would you rather do? Uh, I forget what I talked about because usually, again, I talk about things that like just come to me like that week or like within days before it. So I'd have to like, I'd have to go listen to what I said, but right now I think space. That would be super so cool. I can, so I can meet the aliens. <laughs> and just like shake their hand and be like, hey. Hello. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, would you rather be a bird or be a horse? A bird? So you can fly, right? I think horses are useless as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're beautiful, but yeah, I mean they're pretty i don't need to be any more beautiful i'm fine with it (laughs) no yeah i think just having the freedom to fly would be awesome i agree i think it'd be super cool well then that makes me think i already know the answer to this one but would you rather be invisible or fly both would be cool both would be cool but since i'm a bird i'd rather be an invisible bird oh i like it see i like that thought no, right, invis- invisibility would be awesome it's sort of sketchy because yeah. it's like why, why do you need to be invisible but true you could you could know all the answers to everything that you've ever wanted i could that's you true. know i think it'd be cool all right next one is create would you rather be able to create a new language or create a new holiday a new language and what just... would it be <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know just it would be the I think creating a new language just like of course a new holiday would also embody different like it would be like a a cultural thing but yeah but language I guess it would be hopefully spoken every day and like there would be more depth to it than just being like all right tomorrow's born of the flow day safe society and like run around (laughs) right that's true it would be cool I thought that that was a really cool question. I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw that in there. What would you do? I think a language would be really cool, like what you were saying. But then again, a holiday, I would do it on my birthday and I would call it the Janae Day. And it would just be like people doing whatever the fuck they want, like have a huge party or you could like sit in bed all day and like eat every single food that you want. Like it would be like a whatever the fuck you want day. I'm, I'm cool with that. I think it would be cool. I would celebrate it. <laughs> right? It would be sweet. All right. Last question. Would you rather design a video game or direct a movie? Direct a movie. Yeah. Like, I guess both would be something that I would envision. So that's a cool part about doing both of those things. I don't know, like, enough about, like, the video game space that I don't know anything about directing a movie either, but just, like, I don't yeah. know what's cool, cool in video games. Like I don't play enough to like know what I would want to do. At least mm-hmm. with a movie, I can sort of conceptualize like the storyline behind it. I sort of understand how to do like basic videography. Yeah. How to do video editing. Like I used to do a video podcast, which I've done away with, but I think being able to like launch a feature film would be pretty epic. It would be super cool. I always used to want to be an actress when I was little. So I think creating a movie would be super fun and just like making it like as insane as you want or, you know, like yeah, creepy or scary or you could go so many ways with it, you know? 
I love that. Do you still uh, try different pizzas and do your pizza thing or? Yes. Yeah. I actually had pizza tonight. <laughs> for, for fun or for, for um, the gram or however you're doing it? I mean, I, I, I just eat pizza all the time. So I kind of was like, you know what? Maybe I should make it my own separate Instagram. I've actually been slacking with it because I've been like fully focused on the podcast Instagram. But I really do need to get back into the pizza Instagram because people love it. Like people always are like, Jenny, what's your favorite pizza? Like they just have so many questions. And I think it's super fun to just like everyone knows, like if someone says the word pizza, Janae is good. Like she's, she's gonna, she's gonna be on board. So it is fun, but I haven't, I haven't kept up with it as well as I should have, you know? Well, the most important question then is does pineapple go on pizza? (laughs) Yes. I love it. Do you hate it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I love it so much, but that's only because I like a sweet and salty combo, mm. sweet and savory, I guess you'd call it. Like there's this pizza that I want as that's one of my favorites and it's mango and pulled pork pizza. It's a very thinly sliced mangoes and it's to die for. So what do you think about that pizza or the sound of it? I think that sounds phenomenal. And I love pineapple. I just don't like it on pizza. I think there's, I guess, too stark of a contrast between yeah. sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. And the pineapple is, you know, it's, it has more of a bite to it than it does sweetness. Yeah, that's I true. I think cheese, like cheese also has like a sort of bite to it. So I don't think we need another bite on that pizza. <laughs> But a mango is definitely just sweet and pulled pork and mango sounds good together. Yes. Great combo. So if you ever come, well, you're going to come back to Massachusetts at some point. Um, If you ever come in the North Shore area, there's a few locations. It's called Otto's Pizza. And that's where you get this pulled pork mango pizza. And I'm telling you, it's, it's a good one. Okay. It is a good one. Well, on that note... That is all I had today, but thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Please tell my listeners and everyone where to connect and find you. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. You can find me at Born With The Flow podcast on Instagram and also at Space Blasters on Instagram if you want to get some coffee. Thank you again so much, Matt, for joining My Naked Mindset this week. It was such a great conversation. And to my followers, you know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on Instagram, Twitter, all of your podcast platforms, and my personal page at Jazzy Janae May. And thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking with you next week. Bye.